0: Well, welcome to this next podcast from Simmons & Simmons, thinking about all the key things from the consumer duty. Now, what Rosie and I are going to have a quick chat about is really one of those kind of key questions a lot of people have been asking, which is what actually is the difference between treating customers fairly? And the consumer duty, and obviously the backdrop to all of this is the uh, the board meeting that everyone's got to have before the end of October. So, you know, we are all focused on it um, with quite a lot of uh, senior attention, shall we say, um, at the moment. And I suppose, kind of, just giving my um, my high-level view on this. You know, you probably could be forgiven uh, forgiving, uh, for thinking, well really what is the difference because for those of us old enough to have been around when tcf came out there was an awful lot of regulatory papers that came with it and firms were being very much asked with you know remember tcf outcome 1 that you know consumers can be confident they're dealing with firms where the fair treatment of customers is central to corporate culture which kind of sounds quite a lot like, you know, the duty asking firms to put customers at the heart of the business and focus on delivering um, good outcomes. So I suppose, Rosie, I'm sort of kind of almost with
1: the question, which is, is there really a difference? What do you, what do you think? Thanks, Caroline. So I, th- I think just before we delve into the detail, worth remembering some of the, the backdrop to the duty itself. So um, the FCA previously consulted on this and decided not to introduce the duty then when we had the financial services bill going through parliament um, last year, a provision was actually added that the FCA consult again on this and a new duty be, be implemented this year. So I think that that suggests there's a, a general consensus that customers aren't really getting a sort of sufficiently good deal, um, which is why the duty is intentionally, and the FCA make this very clear, trying to bring about a, a higher and much more demanding standard of contact uh, conduct um, than TCF. So I I think perhaps um, one of the best ways to consider the difference between the duty and and, and TCF is to really look at the specific outcomes that that the FCA is seeking to achieve. Um, So there's there's four of these, the the first being fair value. So customers should be um, receiving fair fair prices and and quality. The second is suitability and, and treatment. So consumers should receive suitable products and services and receive good treatment. The third being confidence. So consumers should have strong confidence and um, all levels of participation in markets. Uh, And finally is around accessibility. So diverse um, customers uh, needs need to be met. So I think uh, kind of the the heart of this change is the difference between uh, fair treatment of customers and then delivering good outcomes, which you can evidence. I think evidence is an interesting word here, uh, bearing in mind the the FCA's new approach at being a a data-led regulator. Um, And Caroline, I think that that brings us on to to, to one of your favourite topics, I know, is uh, management information. Um, Do you want to share just maybe a a few thoughts on on, on that in the context of, of the consumer duty? Yeah, you are incredibly kind, and as you know, I can speak at length about this, so I'm going
0: to be very, very quick. Um, there are, I suppose, kind of four key things that we all have to think about when um, focusing on uh, management information. You need to make sure you've got data that is accurate, um, that you're getting it in a timely way, it's relevant, and actually it is, uh, it is consistent, so you can compare across time periods. And I suppose that sort of comment about comparing then leads us on to, you do need to think about what you've do with the uh the mi so then you get five things um it needs to be seen and seen at an appropriate level um challenge so you know if there's anonymous uh, anom- anomalous results you're actually picking that up and also analyzed and monitored acted upon and then that it's all um recorded so that's kind of your your, your sort of high level overview i suppose of really what the sca's expect expectations are
1: thanks caroline that, that that's clear on what what the FCA are expecting, are you able to share maybe a a practical example of how these qualities in MI should sort of look in practice or maybe an example of how easy it is to, to get wrong or right in practice?
0: You're very kind. You're setting me up to tell my favourite story. So um, this is uh, one of the final notices from uh, a few years ago where you've got this wonderful committee who are getting this lovely uh, European TCF rag rated table and it's all showing how wonderfully green everything is. And what the SCA spotted when um, in an investigation mode, they reviewed the management information back to back was suddenly there were a couple of European countries where the information didn't change month to month. And what they realised was actually those countries had just stopped giving an update and as luck would have it or bad luck would have it um, they'd had a very poor internal audit um, at that point and rather than showing green they should have shown red and my heart always went out to that committee because quite honestly you know what what is one meant to do because everyone I think trusts that what they're getting is the right information so I suspect it's just a very good illustration of somebody needs to be taking steps to check that what they get um, is actually the right information and it's um, it's up to date. Um, now, that probably is as much as we have got time for. Um, Rosie, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts um, on this. Um, best of luck to everyone currently going through uh, implementation. We we're going to share a few more podcasts as we get um, closer through into the uh, gritty period of uh, the October deadlines. But um, thank you all. Thank you.